choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 hello. Good evening, good morning, good night. This is Kells uh, for episode 106. So thanks for asking Kells Radio. What up? Recording a little later tonight because I had some technical difficulties earlier with Verizon Files, which is a piece of shit. Um, charges you 200 plus some dollars a month. And I swear to God, every month the internet is down or some bullshit. So, um, sorry, this one is going to be a little shorter than it was originally intended to be. But I was supposed to record this at 6. Dicking around with Verizon, it is now mad late at night and but I still do an episode so here we go um and I'm not sure if I said at the beginning um Kels at KMGZ find me on a tweets um and also well I guess I'll save that for the end so um let's get started for what's this episode 106 current events um so uh, it's you know I, y'all know I don't like talking about Trump. It's supposed to be a Trump-free zone, but you know sometimes we have major events that occur. So, um, Comey is gonna testify before the Senate tomorrow about uh, the events that led up to his firing. But the transcript was released today. I didn't really read it. I mean, I, I got the key points, but I'll just watch the testimony tomorrow. I think it's a little odd. <laughs> I mean, from what I did, I've read snippets, and it's written kind of like a novel, which I find to be odd, and I don't know, I'm not up on, you know, uh, investigation to into presidential obstruction of justice, but, like, is that normal for a person to prepare testimony and writing prior to uh, going before Congress? That seems, I mean, I don't know, well... I guess, I guess, yeah, they do give a statement, so I guess they, yeah, they give a statement and then they answer questions, okay, yeah, I guess it is normal, I just was like, what, when you just go in there and answer questions, but I remember when Sally Yates, uh, testified, she, she had a prepared speech, um, I don't know, not gonna say too much, a lot of back and forth, um, some people are saying, you know, all this is to do about nothing, um, and I, I, I see where they're coming from that because I mean, really the motherfuckers was impeachable on the day he was inaugurated and the Republicans really don't seem like they're doing anything, but I just, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling that, um, I don't know. I just don't see how this can stand. And put it like this. If this stands, if this man is allowed to do all this and do all these things, these people come in and testify to things they testify to and NSA have the intercepts and information that we know they have that indicates that um, there was collusion and uh, we know there was interference in the election, there was collusion and that Russia actually tipped this election for Trump. If that if we uh, established that all that occurred, which I think we have already anyway, and you know, nothing happens, then America is no more. We don't need to talk about when we fall and when democracy is threatened. Like, we're no more because this is it right here. So if if this is allowed to fly, then anything goes. Um, your votes don't matter. Nothing matters because, you know, if they're hacking machines and, and, and flipping votes to, to elect who they want to elect to do this shit they want to do, then it, we're all, it's all a wrap. It's a wrap for this country uh, that we know. So, you know, I just got to think that I mean, right now they're getting all the shit they want through. Um, I don't know how long that's going to last because I think the jig is, you know, Trump made a lot of promises. Um, I don't know why anybody believed him, but apparently some people did. And all he's really doing now is going through with the standard Republican agenda they've been trying to do all along, which doesn't work and which drives us into recessions and and depressions. Um, But at some point, I, I mean, and we don't know the machinations going on behind the scene. I don't know. I, I just feel like this can't stay. At some point, somebody got to be like, "Bruh, this is, this is the most. You, this is too much." But um, 
you know, if that doesn't occur, then uh, it's over. Like, it's no, there's there's no democracy because if we can't if we don't have free elections then we're just like every other third world country in the world that doesn't have free elections that you know whoever is in power just comes and rigs the votes and takes and does what the fuck they want to do and fuck everybody else because that's what just occurred here so um and 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 everybody talking about the 2018 elections I don't have no faith in that shit either because like I just said they gerrymander and they flipping votes so what if you know Who's to say if even if you do vote them out, they're going to relinquish power? What are you going to do? You're going to call the AG? You're going to call the president? You're going to call Congress? What are you going to do? So I don't know, but that's what's going on. So I'll I'll be watching tomorrow. Interested to see what he says. Bill Maher. I feel like that's been discussed enough, but this is all I want to say about Bill Maher. Um, fuck Bill Maher. Um, Bill Maher's a racist, and um, Bill Maher is one of those um, white liberal racist who fool dumb niggas into thinking that he's not really racist. See, there's a certain type of, um, it's typically Hotep, but there's a, a certain type of black person, typically male, typically black, who, you know, they they want to be accepted and, and, and seen with the white dude and snuggled up to the white dude, because, you know, the white dude is power, the white dude is ac- access. And so, they, you know, say things like, oh, nah, he's cool, he can say nigger. There's no white person that can say nigger, okay? There's no context in which you can say nigger. I'm not going to explain on this kind of po- podcast why, because I feel like everybody knows, and those who say they don't are lying. They're lying, and, and they're feigning ignorance as if they don't know the history of the word nigger in this country and why white people can't say it. And honestly, if you're that pressed to say it, you're the reason why white people can't say it. You You are. You're the problem because white people scream, saying nigger in America has a long and tortured history. And anybody who knows that history as a white person would not want to say the word. They would understand and they wouldn't be bothered because black people have taken it and, and switched it around and, and taken the power. And, and you know, that's all I'm going to say on that. He's a, I, I, first of all, everybody up in arms because he said, if Bill, I haven't watched Bill Maher in, in forever. Um, but I've heard some of the things he says about Muslims and, you know, I've said this on here before. People think that you can be, you know, racist, but not sexist, or you can be racist against blacks, but not Mexicans, or you can be, you know, racist against Muslims, but everything. No, all that shit is the same. If you talk, if you if racism or you're, you're racist or you're not. So if you're sitting on TV talking shit about Muslims and blacks, you do the same thing about Mexicans and gays and everybody else. It's how it works. It's just, it's just you can't separate that shit out, you're either bigoted or you're not um, and I honestly like and this is, every time I say this people look at me funny but um, Corinne Steffens, otherwise known as Superhead, was engaged to Bill Maher a long time ago and when they broke up, she did and this was after the book, this was after the Video Vixen book she did a whole circuit on, you know uh, the situation, it said that he was racist and he called her and he said and it, that factored into their breakup, she said you know, she started to realize, first she thought he was like a real cool down white dude and then she was like, he would when they would argue or he would get upset, he would call her nigger, and now listen, people have their opinions about super, I mean her name, I'm gonna call her Corinne Steffens, I'm not gonna call her superhead people have their opinions about her she was a groupie, she wrote a book about being a groupie Listen, I'm not dying on the Corinne Stephens Hill, but I'm just going to say that I've I've seen interviews from her. I saw a documentary on her. I've read some things she's wrote, written and she's bright. Just because you were groupie and you and you suck dick and you do whatever, it doesn't mean you're stupid, okay? And she comes she is articulate and she explains things well and um you know, I'm not saying she's a rogue scholar or anything, but she doesn't come to me as a dingbat. She comes across to me as somebody who is incredibly damaged, incredibly vindictive, incredibly nasty, incredibly petty. Um, but if you know anything about her background, if you look into her background, she had a terrible background. She was abused by her parents. She was raped. Um, so, you know, but she's not dumb. And I believed her when she said it. And she was very articulate in, in what she was saying. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, he calls people niggers. She broke it down um, quite simply. She laid it quite flat. 
and she said, you know, he's one, and she had the vocabulary too. I don't know if she's been to school. I don't know what her background is. I don't know if she has education, but she sounds like she did, or at least she reads books, real books, not glossy covers, because she broke it down. And, and she said, she was like, yeah, he's one of those white people who, you know, they hang around black people and they act like they like black people. And then little by little, like they say little racist jokes and make little racist things. And if you're not paying attention, oh, he's just joking around. She was like, but you know, I started to realize that he was kind of serious. And she said, he's one of those, one of those white people who really hates black people, who's really racist. And they do that and they get around, they bring half people around them who they deem to be dumber than them who won't catch on and then they say little things that make little racist comments and and people out there in listener land y'all all know these kind of white people the oh I'm a white liberal I can't be racist but they racist as fuck and she said that that's what he was and she said that it started to dawn on her that that's what it was because he she said anytime they got into an argument he was calling her a nigger and I don't need to tell you but Anytime somebody, when they, if you are arguing with a white person and a white person is angry and they call you a nigger, that shit is on their heart. That shit is on their soul because they try to get off with, oh, I was angry. I know lots of white people. I know lots of white friends. I've seen, I've had white friends. I've seen them get angry. I've seen them get argue. But I, for you, to, as soon as you argue, niggers flying out your mouth, use racist. That shit been there, and you just was looking for an excuse to use it. Cause I know I done seen I done seen white boys go off. I done seen knock down, drag out fights, and they ain't never said the word nigger, cause they just know better. Um, and you know that send niggas into a super cyan, and you really gonna get fucked up. So for for it to fly out of your lips every time. That's something that you've been saying. And that clip when he said it the other night, you could, it, it flew out of his lips just too easy. He says nigger. Now, some of you out there in listener land, again, I'm not going to explain to white people why you can't say it because it's obvious and y'all know and y'all not dragging me down that hole. But for y'all black people out there who think, oh, well, if I'm cool with a white person, they can say nigger. Look, that's your life. That's for you. I am... You know, y'all hear me on here. Y'all know I say some controversial shit. Y'all know I be ranting and raving. Y'all know uh, uh, my position on a lot of things. But I have never, and I have, again, I went to school, mixed schools all my life. I know white, lots of white people. I was in Marine Corps. I'm not a get, I'm not a triggered, I'm not a, 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 a microaggression person. I'm not somebody that gets super offended. I always look at intent and I always look at purpose and what, you know, I don't really parse people's language and just, you know, do that dumb shit we do nowadays where we take clips of what somebody said and make it into something else. I really go in the tent behind that. And, but I'm not a dummy, and most black people are not dummy because we deal with racist things and racism all our lives. And we know when y'all are trying to be racist and when y'all are not. And y'all try to play us like we dumb and play that, oh, y'all make everything about race. No, we don't make everything about race. Y'all make everything about race, because y'all the ones that set the system up of racism, we don't make it about anything, we're just reacting and responding, okay, but, um, I, um, what was I saying, so, fuck Bill Maher, because I believe that Bill Maher is racist, and I don't ever in my life have I ever, ever, ever in my life been the kind of person that'll sit around and, and let a white person use nigger in my presence, not nigger not nigger, nothing because I don't ever want you to, cause see what'll happen is, you'll let them go you'll let them say, oh yeah, you can say nigger just don't say nigger, and then little little, and the next thing you know, that's flying out no, I've never done that, don't say nigger around me every white person I've been around been doing that DJ's scratch over the nigger and all the rap songs and you just better keep doing that shit I don't care that Jay Z says it, I don't care, you cannot say it, y'all get the world we get the word nigger, I think that's a fair trade off, so if you want them blacks, or whoever's that think, oh well, you know, nobody's around, you can say nigger, hey that's you I don't allow that shit around me. Don't come saying nigger, nigger, no variation of it. I will knock your ass the fuck out. Do my best. I don't play that. Okay? And you white folks out there, y'all shouldn't play it either. That's You cannot say the word. That's it. You can say everything else. Most people don't even want to say it. The ones that do want to say it is about entitlement. It's because you understand it. You understand why you can't say it. And I don't believe and 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 if you don't, then you know somebody needs to shoot you in the outer space because you've been on this earth and learning absolutely nothing. Because people were lynched and killed and murdered and beat 
behind being called nigger and being thought of as a nigger and that's why you can't use it ever so fuck Bill Maher and fuck all you fucking people black and white oh he's not a racist he's not this he's not that yeah, you know what the thing that makes me mad about that it's like who was Bill Maher to you like even if you thought that he wasn't a racist even if you thought you know, it was just a bad joke, tacky, what Kevin Hart said and all this shit, but it didn't indicate he was racist. Let him defend himself. Why is y'all, every, why y'all running up to defend Mr. White Man? Let him defend himself. If he really didn't mean it that way, let him, his apology was bullshit, because he did mean it that way. And you, and, and you have to take, the person he said it to was fucking a, a white supremacist racist dude, so, whatever. It's a whole bunch of bullshit, but, like, you niggas kill me with that shit. You don't have to defend Bill Maher. Let Bill Maher defend himself. All y'all getting on the radio and up on TV. Oh, I don't think it'd be shit. Fuck you. Who asked you? Who asked you? Let's go ask all the millions of people that's swinging from trees and buried in the graveyards. Let's ask them if they think he should get fired for saying nigga. Let's ask them if they think nigga ain't no big fucking deal. And I'm not a person that gets super, you know what I mean, uh, uh, super funny about nigga. I, don't, I wish nobody would say it. I'm not one of them people. Okay, I ain't going. To, nobody will ever tell me when. They, if I decide I don't want to use the the N word, that's that'll be my decision for my reasons, not for no none other. Okay, um, but that y'all y'all kill me with that, man. And nobody, but when y'all get in trouble, ain't nobody come to rescue y'all. But y'all all coming up for Mr. Charlie Bill Maher can defend himself. All y'all talking, y'all don't. First of all, y'all don't know that man. Y'all don't know if he's racist or not. Just because you sit up on the show chucking with him and ha ha, he, you know, acts like he's down, that don't mean they not racist, man. Those motherfuckers be harboring all kind of ill will, but your dumb ass, they know if they giggle and laugh and act cool and date white women, oh wow, they can't be racist. They date a white woman like all the slavery wasn't fucking masters raping and, and, and pillaging through black women. But they not, what, they never, the slavers wasn't racist? Get the fuck out of here. So fuck Bill Maher, fuck that whole situation I ain't watched the show in forever I don't think he's funny, I never thought he was funny, but I've been thinking he was racist long before that incident right there and that's not even the first one, and the way he talks about Muslims and all these other shit, man listen these white people have lost their minds since Trump been in office, don't lose it around me cause you lose your jaw too I'm not fucking around, don't let your president get you fucked up and fin on that um the other thing I wanted to talk about, which is funny, it's super late now, so the um, game is about to start, um, was Rihanna at game one of the uh, Golden State uh, Cavs series. Rihanna's a Cavs fan. That's unfortunate. Um, I'm a Golden State fan. I'll go ahead and say that. I love that team. I love the game. I like Steph Curry. I like the way Steph Curry plays. Um, and, um, you know, I think they're going to win. Like, I know last year, you know, they came back from one three lead. That's a miracle, though. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see no, no, no. If Cleveland get down three games to one this time with with Durant, I just don't see them winning. I gotta admit, I didn't know when when Durant went to, to Golden State. I didn't know that was gonna work because I was like, I don't know that that might be too much. Him and Steph's styles are similar, and I was I thought it was gonna be like a um. I don't know, people that play ball, y'all know, like, you when you got two guards or two forwards that play kind of alike, it don't always work, because you need, you know what I mean, like, you, both of y'all got the same style, it's an issue with playing time, it's, you don't know, don't want nobody want to pass, like, Shaq and Kobe, Magic and Kareem, it was like two different styles, but when you got two guards that are, like, super skilled and can, and, well, I mean, Katie's a uh, small four, but you know what I mean, like guard-ish type players, he plays like a guard sometimes, it don't always work, so I was like, I don't know if that's gonna work, like, yeah, he's a scorer, but like, how they gonna plug him in, how's he gonna fit into the offense, what's gonna happen, you know, I, I wasn't sure, but it is seamless, man, them guys play, them, I love the way Golden State, I don't care, I love the way Golden State plays ball, I love that they make every pass, they don't care who scores, they shoot from wherever, uh, it's, uh, it's a thing of beauty, that is a thing of, they remind me of the old Showtime Lakers, who I hate, because they always beat the Sixers, but like, their game is immaculate, and I don't, I don't, I just don't, I don't see how Cleveland wins for seven games with them because, see, last year it was different. Because last year, if you got Draymond Green to foul out or get out of the game, then it was a different game. But this year, if you get Draymond Green to foul out, Kevin Durant comes in. 
You know what I mean? Who's like one top three power forwards of all time. So it's like the hole that they had last year that caused them to lose, they have plugged it. And I just don't think Cleveland has enough. I mean, even when Cleveland and, and LeBron and them, you know, play to the best of their ability, like it, they get it to within four or within eight. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I think it's, too, I think Golden State too much for this year. So this game right here, if they don't, I, I expect them. They in Cleveland. When they get in Cleveland, they get all the calls. I expect them to win this game. But if they don't win this game, if they went down this game like they did last year, they're gonna get swept. I I do not see no comeback for no down three one with this team. Not with KD. Not the way these boys is playing. Nope. I, I don't see it. Anytime LeBron got a triple double, twenty nine point sixteen rebound, all the, I mean playing like LeBron plays, and they still losing by twenty five. Th- I mean, he can't. Sc- he got to score sixty every night. I, I'm, that's he, you know. I just I, I don't see it. So, um, and you know, like I said before, I don't want Cleveland to win nothing. So that's fine with me. I I don't have nothing against LeBron James. Um, but Cleveland Cavaliers kiss my ass. Um, which, let me add, which brings me to another current event, which is the incident with them spraying nigger on LeBron's house and the whole back and forth between him and Whitlock. Look, this is all I want to say on that. Jason Whitlock is a fat piece of shit, but, um, you know, I, when LeBron compared that act of vandalism to Emmett Till, I didn't like that shit. Now, since then, I've heard some people say, oh, he was just trying to make an analogy of being black. Okay, I get that. But I still think you could have did that without bringing up Emmett Till. I'm not, I'm not, Whitlock is a clown. That was clearly a racist incident. But Emmett Till was a 13-year-old boy who went down to Mississippi in 1955 and was lynched and killed for whistling in a white woman. And the jury let his, the peep, the men who killed him all, off in like an hour. Okay, don't compare that to, we don't even know if, I mean, yeah, they sprayed nigger on your house, clearly that was a a racial incident, but we don't even know if that was Klan, if that was some kids, if that was some randoms, it was definitely a racial incident, this this shit where it only affects poor people, the the Whitlock's a dumbass, like, shut up, but at that one point, I didn't like it, I thought it was too much, I didn't think that was necessary, I think you could have made the point about racism affects everybody without bringing up Emmett, he's talking about my mind went straight to Emmett Till, I don't believe that, perhaps it did, but I just have a hard time thinking somebody, you weren't home, your kids weren't there, it was a second home it's not like they burned a cross on your yard or something like that, and I'm not trying to make light of that but, I have a hard time believing that when you heard that they spray painted nigga on your house that you thought about Emmett Till, perhaps you did I don't know I just, I felt like that was said to try and um, garner sympathy or to try, you know, I don't know. I, to me, to me, a per, the person who s- compares somebody spray paint in on your house, n- nigger, nigger on your house, to Emmett Till is somebody who really, n- not really understanding the racism either. You know what I'm saying? Sound like one of these rich niggas, like we always complain when, you know, everything is all good and until something happened and now all of a sudden it's a racial incident that's what it sounds like to me I'm not saying that's what LeBron is I know LeBron has spoke up on other issues I'm not saying that but if he really did think about Emmett Till that's I, I don't know about that bro like like that's that's not the same thing to me that that he lost his life and I mean Mike Brown it's so many other incidents that have occurred recently you know that are that still don't rise to I mean it was it was racist graffiti. That's different than what happened to Emmett Till. And I just didn't think I think you could have made your point without bringing that up and analogizing that. I don't think that was a proper analogy and I didn't I didn't like it. And since then, you know, Emmett Till's cousin came up to defend LeBron and I get you know, that's fine. She don't have a problem with him saying it, that's fine. D- that don't mean that I, I that doesn't change my mind at all. I, I, I didn't think that was necessary and you know if he was trying to make a broader point, then, and again, he's, you know, at a, after, after he was asked a question, it's not like he has a script or anything like that, so, you know, perhaps he just didn't have everything prepared the way he would like, but I, I didn't like that shit, so, uh, you know, fuck Jason Whitlock, I don't agree with him on anything, because he was trying to make it some other shit, 
talking about, oh, LeBron, just because he's rich means he doesn't deal with race. That's dumb. They spray nigger on his house. So, yeah, he dealing with racism. They ain't spray jerk on his house. They, they ain't spray crybaby on his house. They ain't spray flopper on his house. They spray nigger. And, and you know what kills me about that? These people that's trying to act like nigger is not, is not a racist word and it's not a big deal. It's vandalism. How come white people don't ever get nigger sprayed on their house? If it's, if it's not racism, if it's not racial, if it's just vandalism and it's just money, it's for poor, you know, rich black people don't got to worry about this it, only poor. How come white people never get niggers sprayed on that? How come it's only black people? Only the black people get the niggers sprayed on their house. Only the black people get the cross burn on their house. Only the black people get, you know, the, uh, um, I would say swastika, but that's the neo-Nazis. But y'all know what I mean. It's, it's, if that, why, why is it always just always just black people? It's never white people. I mean, since it's just random and it, nigger don't mean nothing no more. Oh, them days is over with. I ain't never in my life heard of, uh, of a white person getting nigger sprayed on their front door. It's always black people. Hmm. So odd. Almost like it's racial. So, you know, fuck out my face with that shit. Um, the London attacks. Old now. Um, I don't mean to say it like that though. People died, but like, um, uh, they, they, I think they said they, they had arrested a bunch of people, but then they let them go. But basically somebody, um, these ISIS clowns again, drove across London bridge, um, ran some people over, killed some people. I don't really have nothing to say about that. Um, other than, um, you know, again, I've been out of the IC for a long time, but I know when I was over in Afghanistan, we had to work with British Intel, and they were very frustrating because they were very passive. And we would get, you know, pieces of Intel, and they would, uh, pertinent, like, yo, dude, it's planning some shit tomorrow, some, yo, we gotta go now shit on it. And they wanted to sit on that shit for 10 days to see if it was valid. It would be like 10 days, and it could have blew up everybody and their grandma. You can't sit on stuff for 10 days. So, um... I don't know, it seemed to me like they could be doing a little bit more to try, I mean, these are not criminal masterminds, these are just random loser guys that decide they want to do some shit for ISIS, get in a van, you know, run people over and jump out with knives, like, that's not sophisticated, like, I feel like you should be able to better, um, ward that off, these guys that did it, they said they had so many more, like, the, the mom had called, mad people had called, about these dudes, and they just ignored it, and it's like, what are y'all doing, like, I just feel like they need to be a little bit more proactive, um, we know that they attack, you know, areas, pedestrian areas, where people are out minding their business, like, you know what I mean, like, like, I don't know, increase your presence, pay attention a little more, you know, turn your speakers up, get your word on the streets, it's, it's a lot that y'all can do, um, I feel like they, I mean, because this is like the what, the umpteenth incident that's occurred over there, and y'all still getting caught flat-footed. Y'all don't understand. Like, do better. Um, alright, so, cross that off. So, the other thing I wanted to mention before I go into my movie reviews and my TV reviews is, um, some of you have known already, but I got, um, I got a new little, um, Thing I'm doing with a um, company called Bumpers. It's an app. Um, so basically, I'm doing this is a long podcast. I'm doing little snippet podcasts, and I've only done one so far because I've been busy. But um, I did a review of Wonder Woman, the movie. I went to see Wonder Woman. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit on here, but um, it's just little snip snippets and little you know quick things I think of that don't deserve a full podcast that um, I'm going to be doing, and they paying you, girl. So if you um you know want to help us in style, go over there and um. And I'll give you, I'll give you the, um, uh, I'll give you the, uh, link in a minute. This Verizon shit got my, everything messed up. Sorry. Um, hmm. Alright. Yeah, I'll give it to you at the end because right now it's acting like it doesn't want to work. Okay. So, movie reviews. I went to see Wonder Woman. Um, I, I I put my review on Twitter and people were very upset about it. But um, I didn't. Again, I'm not a comic book movie. I've told y'all, per, comic book movie person. I've told y'all this before. I give a fuck. But I wanted to go see it because it had good reviews and it's Wonder Woman and people was raving about it. So I went to see it. And it's not that it was bad. I'm it pro, like. It made a hundred million dollars, so lots of people liked it. To me, 
I could have waited till Cable because it was a typical com- the, the comic the com the movies based on comics that I like tend to be first of all they're like the three hundred based on the graphic novels the things that are more of a story these the Avengers the Marvels the um the, whatever the Ant Man's the Iron Man's all that shit I I. I do not care about those movies. If they on cable, I'll watch it. I'll never go to the theater to buy it. I don't read comic books. I don't care about the characters. I, I don't bang, smash, boom. You know, no plot, just all action, or the plot is just, like, super dumb. I'm just not into it. I'll watch it, you know, but it's, it's, it's just I'm just not into it. So, just take my review of Wonder Woman on that. Joint was kind of boring to me. The first part of the movie was great when it was on the Amazon island. This is everybody that probably was seen it by now. And everybody knows the story of Wonder Woman. The issue I had with Wonder Woman is I found it to be incredibly boring, and I fe- it's supposed to be like this feminist movie, and it's really not. There's like these great fight scenes in it, and the, and the um, lead actress Gal—I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think it's Gal Gadot. She's beautiful. She's a star. She anytime she wasn't on the screen, I was annoyed. Like I was annoyed by all this, all the at Chris Pine the little other lady, she was cool, but like, every actor on the screen that was not her, I was annoyed by, like, that's how riveting she was, she's a star, she was great, um, I would have liked to see more of her, seeing that she's Wonder Woman, it was too much of the Steve dude, who people from the comics tell me he's a constant companion, I watched a Wonder Woman show, I don't remember that nigga being around, but, um, just it it just was like you you got this Amazon the fight scenes were great you got this Amazon Amazon queen it's like the greatest fighter ever she done been trained she got all these powers and the whole movie is her following this dude Steve around so she could go to the front and um you know fight or whatever but it's like basically her following him around and he him telling her to him telling her to sit down and relax and she can't fight and she can't do this and you know it's kind of the she's you know new she's from the plant, the island she's from so there's a lot of her not really knowing the world there's a little bit of that it's kind of a little bit funny but not really and then it's like basically like you know oh the, the boy and the girl follow around and they go on these wacky adventures and it's like that's fucking Wonder Woman she wouldn't be fucking with them niggas man they, they mortal ass motherfuckers she got all these powers that can fight like this and she fucking around it just I didn't think it was I don't see why how people saying this is great feminist movie I get it she's a badass and she's kicking ass but like for what the whole point of it was like when she was going to kill the lady at the end, she was like, oh no, humanity is worth fighting for because they have love. And it's like, really? This is a story. And I understand it's a comic book, but that comic book was from like, war. this war that they were supposed to be fighting was like World War One. You know how fucking long ago that was? Almost that, uh, not almost, like a hundred years ago. Like, I just feel like they could have updated it. I would have wanted to see way more on the Amazon island that was way more interesting. Clearly, the Amazons are lesbians. There's an island full of tall, beautiful women, and ain't no men. They make their babies out of clay. Like, come on. Maybe you couldn't say that in 19 whenever, but y'all could have updated that shit, okay? Wonder Woman would not give a fuck about Steve. She would not have been following Steve around, um, because, you know, she's a bad bitch all, all on her own. Um, so, there. I was unimpressed. I mean, it was cool. If you like, I'll put it like this. It was just as blockbustery as any summer blockbuster. So, and it's not like you won't be entertained. There's great fight scenes and all of that. But, like, if you're like me, who's, like, really not into comic books, but you were like, oh, I heard this was really good and, and, and th- went in there and thought it was going to be, like, not like, you know, something different than all these other comic book movies, it really wasn't. It was, it was typical, and then it was DC Comics, which the comic niggas tell me that Marvel does the comics better, I don't know, I done seen the Avengers and all, that shit all look the same to me, that shit is all fucking the same to me, I don't know, maybe like the story's better, okay, I guess so, um, you know, a lot of them is, you know, super like, oh, her cape should be red, white, blue type niggas, I don't know enough about that shit or care, but, best review, go see it, it was a great action film, the, the woman's a director, it's not a trash movie, I'm just letting you know if you're not like super, you know into Iron Man and all that and think that shit is super dope you're gonna be sitting in theater like I was just waiting for the next fight scene like <sighs> cause that's how it was but the actress that plays her is great, she's a star and she's 
gonna do a lot of things because she was really good really beautiful really good very charismatic every time she was on the screen only cared about her all them other niggas in the movie was annoying as hell okay so the second thing I want to talk about and I meant to do this earlier but I had to finish watching it so on Netflix there's this show called The Keepers and it is about is a story of a nun that was killed in 1969 and her murder went unsolved and and it's the story of trying to find out who saw who killed this nun but as the story goes on of who kills this nun you find out that um so it took place at the school called um Kehoe in Baltimore somewhere in Baltimore and um basically the story that the nun worked at this school where the priests were molesting the girls and her murder is somehow connected to this molestation. And it's like eight or nine, ten maybe episodes and they go through it. But by the ep- by second episode, your blood will be boiling. Because my blood was boiling and my pressure was high. And it is just the Catholic Church, man. Oh my God. They gonna bust hell wide open. Like I don't, I don't know who all, you know, is wherever they at, but, yo, this, and I, when I was watching this, so, it was like this priest that was, you know, molesting girls, and of course, like they do, they moved him from parish to parish to parish, and, and then the girls kept, so, um, you know, uh, one of the girls, like, had a, a recovering memory or whatever, and people was like, it was bullshit, but then they got some doctors, they're like, no, it's real, this is a typical, um, reaction to trauma, like, when you get, you know, when trauma happens to some people, they, they do two things, they, some of them, you know, they'll go run and tell, but some other people, they, they, they block it off, because that's how they protect themselves, they're like, it's very common, and now, and, you know, in the 60s and 70s, you know, people was like, ah, that's some bullshit, but now that we know PTSD and all these different mental disorders, now it has some, you know, people understand, so, um, the whole thing was, it was, and it was a lot of girls, this one girl was the first one to speak up, the one, she was a woman now, was the first one to speak up, but once she spoke up, it was like, all these girls coming through, so all these girls had stories, and they was telling the church, and the church was doing nothing about it, and they was moving this preacher around, and the church kept saying they had to have cooperation, there was no cooperation, but they got these 20 women, grown women now, remembering shit vividly, the one girl said that the priest took her to the body, so I don't want to give it away, because please watch it, it's it's really good, it's on Netflix, called The Keepers, but I was watching that, and you know, we've read about the Boston sex scandal, and I'm sure there's all of them all over the country with the church, but it's always the same story, and I was just watching that, like, yo, this is just one story from one school in Baltimore, and if they were so confident, and, and, and the way they had, you'll watch, when you watch it, you'll see it, the way they handle it was like old news, like, it, like, this is how we handle these situations, in other words, their approach to dealing with these sexual, um, assault, uh, scandals, is like coordinated and, and organized, as if they have sat down and decided this is how we're going to tackle this, because it's always the same story, every time these stories break, it's always the same story, the church claims they didn't know, no, people say they did know, church says, oh, this was the first time, and then you did, and you find out it's not, and they moved them from church to church to church, it's all this, going back to forever, it's always the same story, this is what they do, they protect these pedophile priests, they just keep sending them out to, to, to the kids, they don't protect the kids at all, they lie oh my god, you gotta see, they got this one black lawyer on there listen, just watch it she's a liar, that's all I'm gonna say about her you watch it, you draw your own conclusions but she be lying to your face and I was like, you're not even a good liar because she just uh, she just didn't give a fuck you could just tell that, you know she kept saying, well, oh, this is the, all in their line, there's no proof, we just can't go on hearsay, there's no proof, there was mountains of proof, there was all kinds of proof, and so, um, you get to the end, and I'm not gonna give it away, please watch it, but you get to the end, and they have this one other witness who's a boy, who's a boy, and he tells his story, and it shows 
And he, and according to him, this, this, this happened like in the late sixties and seventies. And according to him, what happened to him happened in 65, which would have been prior to when these girls, these 20, 30 girls make that accusation. So the point is the church kept saying that, Oh, we don't, we need cooperation. We need cooperation. They had cooperation. Not only did they have those 20, 30 girls, it should have been cooperation enough, all of us saying it, but they had this prior case. So watch it, it's, it revolves around this murder, everybody, I have my theory on, on what occurred and who what I think happened it, you gotta see it, the Baltimore police were involved the, it's the keepers Netflix, watch it, I'm telling you right now be prepared for episode 2 because episode 1 is like, okay what is this, like they set the scene, okay what's this gonna be, and then episode 2 just goes way left, and that's when you be like what the fuck, and, and it just spins from there, so watch it, very good um, American Gods, saw it again this week still fantastic, still don't know everything that's going on, a lot of y'all have tweeted me and hit me up that y'all started watching too um, I wish I could say I knew more about the plot but I really don't, (laughs) from what I told y'all last week, I've worked out the gods, um the new guys, the old gods. Um, Shadow is not a guy, somebody hit me up for SoundCloud, thank you, he's not a guy the, um, God of War was the, um if y'all haven't watched it yet, I think it's episode two. They go to Chicago, and there's this um, Polish guy. He he's the god of war. Um, but Shadow was something because again, um, all the guys are fascinated with him. So he's something. We're gonna we haven't figured out yet what it is. Um, his wife, dead wife, is an asshole. Not really sure what her deal yet is either. But she's hooked up with Leprechaun, and Leprechaun still wants his coin back. Not sure how he's gonna get it. Oh. Sorry, sleep. Um, what else happened on it? We didn't see the new guys too much this week. It was mainly the old guys and um the wife. the The wife had a, a whole story. Um, Shadow left because you know he has to go off with Odin to do what they're doing. So he kind of left. So she's kind of salty about that. But I mean, she did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so, like whatever. But um, yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't really get y'all run down on the plot because, again, I'm totally confused. I mean, I know a little bit what's going on. I follow. So, anybody that watches American Guys, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, and it's, but it's fascinating to watch because it's just, just to try to figure out what's going on and, and the different gods and everything and what the deal is. So, you know, I think everybody that has watched it thus far has, has, has liked it. Um, and maybe one of y'all who are familiar with the novel know, you know, what's going on. But, it, you know, I don't, but I still watch it. Um, and then so, the next thing I want to talk about, and I said I wasn't going to review it, and I'm still not, but y'all need to watch Fargo. Go on Netflix or wherever you can find it. Find the first season, find the second season. This is the third season. Fargo is one of the best shows on TV that nobody's watching. I told y'all the Americans, and y'all have all watched a few people hit me up and said I was right about the Americans. I'm telling you about Fargo. It's really good. If you saw the movie Fargo, it's a series based on that, and um, it, it doesn't, it's it's a setup that's similar like the movie. So every season, it's a new story, but it involves a woman cop and, um, you know, trying to solve what's going on, but it's different, but it's very good. Um, watch that. Queen of the South starts tomorrow. I told y'all I'm going to be reviewing that. It's a good show. Trust me. I don't lead y'all wrong. Watch season one on Netflix. Watch it get caught up. It's a great show. And I've been telling y'all wrong. It's not on TNT or TBS. It's on USA. USA, Queen of the South. I don't know if it comes on at 9 or 10. I think 9. Um, please watch. It's, I'm telling you. It is a really good show. And to be on, and I, that's why I was surprised it's on USA because USA used to be having dumb shit. But this, this is a really good show. Um, and I was worried that it wasn't going to be renewed, but it is. So I'm reviewing that. Um, so shows still haven't started. I thought they started this week, but they start this week coming up. So um, I'll have some more stuff on the back end. Uh, what else? I don't really have a music review. Um, People say I should add that section. I have to, I, I probably, I'll have to figure out what I want to do with that because music is funny, you know? Like, I don't want to be doing no, oh, I like, I don't want to be reviewing no albums because everybody does that and that shit is subjective. Um, maybe, I don't know, I'll, I'll figure something out or not. Um, I don't know about that music shit though because 
I don't know what it would be. I'll have to think about it. So, um, sorry, this is 45 minutes, but it is super late at night. I'm usually like halfway in the bed already by now. Um, but the game is on, so I guess I'll stay up late. Um, this is Verizon's fault. They got me off my square with this bullshit. Um, so, that's this episode for this week. Um, go see Wonder Woman. I'm gonna go see The Mummy. Even though it looks horrible and it has horrible reviews, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna be there with bells on. And I'm gonna tell y'all what it was next week because I just gotta see it. Um, and I'm also gonna go see Atomic Blonde because that looks good. And we get discount tickets for the movies through, through my job, so I don't be paying for these joints anyway. So... I'll be going to see these movies all summer. And if they dumb, I'll let you know so you can save your coin and don't have to. So I'm going to go see The Mummy. And I'm going to go see Atomic Blonde. Um, and I found out It when I went to see Wonder Woman. I thought It was going to be a summer movie. I was all hyped. That don't come out till September. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell y'all. The Dark Tower. I don't know if you've seen the previews. It's for it's The Dark Tower with Idris Elba. So listen. Anybody out there who knows me, or I'll tell y'all now, Stephen King is my favorite author. Everybody, when they ask for their favorite author, niggas say Hemingway and, I don't know, whoever, uh, Toni Morrison and all these, like, super, you know, great writers. God bless them. My favorite writer is Stephen King. I've been reading, I got introduced um, to Stephen King when I was, like, eight or nine. What was the first book I read? Oh, it was, um, uh, it was actually a book of short stories that I've read from him, and one of the short stories, so you know the movie Stand By Me, the old classic movie with River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix when they were little kids, or no, Joaquin wasn't in it, River Phoenix was in it when they were little kids, and um, that other dude from Star Trek, anyway, that is from a short story called The Body, from um, a collection of books, Stephen King writes under different names, one of the names he writes under is Richard Straub, and so it was a book full of short stories, and that was one of them, as was Shawshank Redemption. Y'all know the movie Shawshank Redemption? That was also taken from one of Stephen King's short stories in that same book. So, um, he is my favorite writer. I have read every book. He is, well, that's not true. I haven't read every book because he has, he got, after he had the accident where he got hit, he was writing some stuff that I just wasn't with. I mean, it was, I'm sure it was fine, but I like Stephen King's horror movies. Oh, uh, sorry, horror books. I like his scary books, he started writing a little bit more about some alien stuff, which the Tommy Knockers is one of the best books I've ever read it just wasn't for me anyway, I haven't read everything is my point, but I've read most of it and The Dark Tower is a series that he wrote under Richard Straub and it's five of them I believe similar to like Game of Thrones um, Songs of Ice and Fire, it's a book series like that, but if you have the time read The Dark Tower the Dark Tower, Stephen King is a genius. Like, anybody who's read his stories, his imagination is crazy. The worlds he dreams up is crazy, are just, who thinks it is? He's a great writer. He's, he's just, he's, he's just a genius. But I really realized he was a genius and how much of a genius he was when I read The Dark Tower. Because if you read that book series, the places he goes with that, but the story he tells in the Dark Tower, and the movie's about to come out, I, just read it, just read it before you go see the movie, or go see the movie and read it, but please, it is one of the best, it is probably the best book series I have ever read in my life, and I have read a lot, I've read Game of Thrones, I've read, um, I don't read Harry Potter, but I read a lot of shit, and I've read a lot of fiction. I'm a big fiction reader. I know I know a lot of you smarty audio niggas. Y'all like the biographies and y'all like the, the the what's that Obama book? Words of My Father. I, I do read biographies uh, because I think you can learn a lot from them too. Because I like history and I read but I, and I read like true crime. But I like fiction. I'm a fiction reader. I've read all the you know stuff we read in school and all that. And I and I know. But I don't, I enjoy fiction. I enjoy good stories. I think you can learn a lot from good writers and fiction as well. And Stephen King is one of those writers because he pulls things from today's world and, and whatever world he's writing in into the books. And it's all kind of, le- he's just, I love him. Read The Dark Tower. The Dark Tower will blow your mind. The Dark Tower is like, <sighs> so when True Detective 
was on the first season, not the second season that sucked, but the first season. And the saying was, time is a flat circle. And everybody was like, what does that mean? If you read The Dark Tower, you'll understand what is meant by time is a flat circle. It's brilliant. I won't give it away. I couldn't give it away anyway because if I try to explain it, it's going to sound crazy. Read it. It's Dark Tower 1, 2, 3... I think there's five. I'm about to start rereading it because the movie's coming out and it, um, the, it's been a while since I've read the last book. I think I finished the last book maybe four or five years ago. So I'm going to start again and reread it again to get refreshed. But, oh, uh, please. If you don't if you don't read nothing else from Stephen King, read The Dark Tower. And after you read The Dark Tower series, I think that you'll fall in love with Stephen King like I did and go try and read some of his other stuff. I mean, the man's catalog is, is amazing, like Salem all, half of the stuff has been turned into movies don't do his books justice, Salem's Lot Shawshank Redemption, is, they did a pretty good job, the shorter stories the short stories that are turned into movies they tend, they, they are good because they're shorter, so there's less for them to fuck up but ca- when his novels that they turn into movies, don't translate as well, because you can't you can't get his genius off the page onto the screen, Carrie, not the remake, but the first original Carrie that came out in like the 70s was pretty good, it was pretty much close to the book, that was pretty good um it, that came on TV was terrible, this one in the theater I hope was gonna be good um, what, I mean one day I'll sit down and I'll write all the movies that are from Stephen King's novels, cause y'all probably don't know that they are, but they are, there's quite a few movies that have come out over the years that are from Stephen King novels, but um read The Dark Tower, and read it before that comes out, um so shout out to Stephen King, shout out to The Dark Tower I'm gonna go see that, and I didn't even know they were gonna make that into a movie, cause I didn't think they could make that into a movie, and when I saw that preview I almost lost my mind, cause I was like, oh shit The Dark Tower, my nigga, like wow, excellent book series, genius, I love Stephen King, favorite author in the world and I think he has a secret, I think he's figured out the secret of life in his books, because he be writing some, some shit in his books that like, yo, this is probably how it works um Alright, so, I've rambled on to try to get y'all closer to an hour, um, we're at close enough, and it's late, and I've been talking to y'all for a good little bit now, so, um, we're gonna call this, um, episode 106, um, the dark, I don't know, what am I gonna call this, the key, well, I don't know, as usual, I'll figure it out before I post it, and, um, Alright, so, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com is an email if you want to write me. You can also make our comment, make comments on our SoundCloud, which many of you do when I see them, and I'll try to respond to them as soon as I can. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, me, at KMGZ, or you can follow, um, the, please follow the podcast on Twitter, it's at thanks for underscore asking without the G, um, and thanks for listening, um, Next week, uh, hopefully we won't be rushed, and I'll have my internet, and um, I'll have y'all a longer one. He's been kind of short, but yeah, I don't know. Ain't nobody been complaining, so. um, All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. Thanks for your support. Go check me. Oh, I was supposed to tell y'all, Bumpers. It's Gang- all right, it's Genghis Kells. So, um, Bumpers is an app. You d- download it. Um, you don't have to download it. Next time I do one, I'm going to link it. So I, I post it on my page and I post it on Thanks for Asking page. So you can go actually go on either one of those on Twitter and find the one I did. But I'll link it and I'll post it and it'll take you right to it. But if you do want to add it, it's an app and you can add it on your phone and it's bumpers. And I'm Genghis Kells just like I am on Twitter. So there you go. All right. Um. See y'all next week. Peace. Thanks for listening. Bye.